Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no mean city, and I implore you, permit me to speak to the people. So let's pause for just a minute and try to take this in. I mean, they're trying to kill him, right? They want to beat him to death, but he wants to talk to him one more time. Just give me one more shot. Give me one more opportunity. Can I please talk to these people? Have you ever been so determined to accomplish something that nothing could get in your way? Paul was clear that his mission was to share the gospel. It was the only thing on his mind. He risked his life without hesitation to bear witness. Today, Pastor Robert says that the gospel is more important than your health and safety. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 21, as he begins his message, Faithful Friends. We have been in the book of Acts, just going through the scriptures together. If you remember, you know, the last couple of weeks where we've been kind of journeying with the Apostle Paul, his third and final missionary journey, he has indicated that the Spirit of God has um, made it very clear to him, the way he worded it at one point, he's like, I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem. He's like, I I have to do this. I have to be there. He had this sense of urgency to be in Jerusalem in time for the Feast of Pentecost, which was one of three mandatory feasts every year that Jewish men above the age of 19 were supposed to make it a real priority to be there for at least one of those feasts. And Paul had been ministering all over that part of the world, the different regions, Asia Minor, Galatia, all over that area. So now he's made it back to Jerusalem, and when he got there, he gave a report, and, and the elders of the church, led by James, the half-brother of the Lord Jesus, they welcomed him, and they, they were excited by the, the report that he shared with them, but they were concerned because they were like, the whole church here, I mean, you can see how many of us Jews have come to faith in Jesus as our Messiah, and still really you know, fervent in keeping the law of Moses, keeping the traditions of of our fathers. And and so here's what we'd like for you to do, because the rumors were spreading about Paul that he was teaching Jewish people who lived among the Gentiles, lived outside of Israel, that they could and should abandon the law. They didn't need to have their kids, their 
baby boy circumcised, and they didn't need to worry about the kosher, the dietary laws and stuff like that. And those, those things were not accurate. Paul was, was not encouraging Jewish people to abandon their traditions or to, to abandon the law of Moses, but he was teaching them that Jesus had fulfilled the law on their behalf and that what God was looking at was their heart, that circumcision was, was only really significant to God if it matched what was on the inside. So anyway, the rumor had, had been spreading, and the elders said, hey, here's what we want you to do. We have four guys in the church who have taken a vow. So what we'd like for you to do, Paul, is to pay all of their expenses. There's some sacrifices who'll need, that will need to be offered and things like that. So we'd like for you to pay their expenses, go through the the purification rituals with them in preparation to be able to enter the temple and everything and for the final week of prayer for the fulfillment of this vow, you know, during the feast and, and everything. And, and so Paul agreed to do that. Paul submitted to the, the, the leadership in the church in Jerusalem. But then toward the end of the week, the last day there, apparently, there were some Jewish men from Asia Minor who had seen Paul in the city with Trophimus from Ephesus, a Gentile guy. And they began to shout that Paul had defiled the temple by bringing Gentiles inside because they assumed that Trophimus, who had been with him in the city, was with him inside the inner court of the temple as well. So they dragged Paul out of the temple and began to beat on him. And because, as I showed you last week, the Antonia Fortress is right next to the Temple Mount. It's literally, you know, butts up against it. So um, really quickly, they heard the commotion. They heard the riot because there's hundreds, if not thousands of men on the Temple Mount freaking out. And now they're beating on Paul and and uh, they dragged him outside, and so the soldiers came running. The commander of the Roman garrison came with soldiers, and, but he couldn't immediately ascertain what had caused the commotion, but he could tell that Paul was at the very center of it. He was the focus of everyone's anger, so he just grabbed up Paul and arrested him. If you can't figure out why there's a riot, but you know, that guy's the one they all seem to be mad at, so take him out of the equation and you can put a stop to the riot. So that's what they were doing, and they were taking him inside to, uh, to question him inside that Antonia fortress. And that brings us now to Acts 21.37, which says, Then as Paul was about to be led into the barracks, he said to the commander, May I speak to you? He replied, can you speak Greek? Are you not the Egyptian who some time ago stirred up a rebellion and led the 4,000 assassins out into the wilderness? But Paul said, I'm a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no mean city, and I implore you, permit me to speak to the people. So let's pause for just a minute and try to take this in. I mean, they're trying to kill him, right? They want to beat him to death. But he wants to talk to him one more time. Just give me one more shot. Give me one more opportunity. Can I please talk to these people? You know what strikes me about that? 
the thing that kind of stood out to me is he had been, I mean, just try to imagine it with me that we're having a week of special meetings, let's call them. So for a whole week, we're here in prayer. Every day, all day, late into the night, maybe you go home, take a bath, eat something, come back, I, I don't know, but every day, all day, all day, all day, all day. And we're praying, we're seeking the Lord together. And then all of a sudden, there's this riot. There's this explosion. The Apostle Paul, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he's the center of attention, and they all want him dead. Everybody is mad at him, angry with him. They jump on, drag him outside. They're beating him. They fully intend to kill him. Now, this is not the first time it's happened, but still. I mean, it would have been a traumatic situation to be going through, and I don't know about you, but I think my head would have been spinning. What just happened? Everything's been great for the whole week, and now all of a sudden, and I would have been looking for a way of escape, right? There's got to be some way for me to get free of this crazy mob and get out of here. But apparently Paul's thoughts were not on escape. Now, he wants to talk to them one more time. Seriously, these people who want to kill you, they're trying to beat you to death, but you want, you want to talk to them? Yeah, his mission, his deep desire to share the gospel in Jerusalem was more important to him than his own health and safety. Point number one. The gospel, it really is more important than your health and safety. Now, I find many Christians have forgotten that. I forget it. I have to be reminded of it from time to time. The message of the gospel is more important than your health, your safety, your comfort, your preferences. How can I say that so dogmatically? Well, it, it's a simple matter of time. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. 
We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.